What's up, party people? Welcome back to another episode of Killer Powder Matter Space. Very special episode. Very special birthday episode for our birthday boy, my co-host, me hermano, Vinny. What's good, brother? What's up, everybody? Yeah, we're doing a birthday episode. A little birthday list. And, uh, yeah, so we're going to be picking a list from our birth year on our birth months and maybe some of our regular guests' birth months. Should be a fun one. Mine is 88. Real nice list. There's a lot to choose from. But before that, what have you been having going on since a few days ago when we were at the Mahoning? Yeah, this is a very rare two-in-a-week yeah. kind of thing, but I'm happy about it. Uh, not much, man. My uh, vinegar syndrome... Stuff showed up. Severin sale started today. I uh, got two more Joe Bob episodes to go. The season is now officially over, but they announced the fourth is going to happen. So, you know. Yeah, I, got a, I got a few things in my Severin cart. I'm going to have to decide yeah. which ones I'm going to pull the trigger on. Yeah. Um, I intended on watching Fried Barry when we got home from the Mahoning, but instead I laid on the sofa and binged more A&E wrestling biographies. Mm. They are good. You have to get on this. Yeah, I do. You're I right. watched the uh, Shawn Michaels one, thinking they'll get a little bit more into the Montreal Screwjob. Nah, but they they've been stunned to death. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, dropping last night was the Halloween Kills trailer, which I have yet to watch. Oh, it's a doozy. Yeah, it shows yeah. a little bit too much. That's why I don't really watch trailers. Like, I won't watch another trailer after this. Even if they do a red band or whatever, because they show a lot in this trailer, which I didn't like, but it got me super stoked for the movie. It's going to be good. a bloodbath. I think it's going to be full, full blown rampage massacre, Michael Myers. Are you going to say full frontal Michael Myers? That'd be something. Yeah, interesting. Interesting indeed. Um, uh, what did you bring for your very special birthday beer? So, recording beers tonight. We're going with Adroit Theory. One of our favorites. Yeah, new favorite for me. Yeah, they are they are just all kinds of good out of Virginia. Um, super heavy metal. We talked about it on the episode with Zach. They even have a line out right now of uh, heavy metal subgenre beers. So they have a thrash, they have a death metal, they have a black metal. Um, but this one in particular is the death, of, the death of Civilization in Slow Motion Part 4. Hazy Imperial India Pale Ale. I already know it's going to be good. Good. Uh, you know what I like about them, too? For each beer, on the can or the bottle, they have a food pairing for it, a cheese pairing, a cigar pairing, and a music pairing. Which is just... I think that's very cool. Right on. Yeah, they're going to be at a death metal and beer that we will be at, so that's cool. So for music for this one, they have the song Exoplanet by the Contortionist. Ah, alright. That's cool. Let's pop these bad boys open. Oh, yeah. Yep. Another winner. Oh, yeah. Stephanie, get on that. That was... Yeah, there's nothing bad about them. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh, uh, they, they have, have never had a miss. Good. Uh, speaking of music... Yeah, what was that What was that little intro we had? Yeah, man. We so, discovered a band tonight. Yeah, so for this episode, I was like, man, I want to keep it all themed. So I was going to do my music pick, like a record from 1988. As I'm scrolling along <clears> here, I find this band called uh, Nuclear... What was it? Nuclear... Nuclear, nuclear Assault. Nuclear Assault. And I was like, what's this all about? Never heard of these guys. 
Um, there's some like 80s thrash metal from New York, and they're awesome. They rip. Yeah, they rip hard. Uh, so I'm going to be adding that to my playlist. But I did pick two records from 88 that I'm very fond of. One, I think, very highly regarded, South of Heaven by Slayer. Uh, I don't need to say, I don't need to say, that's mine. Don't, don't take that. Uh, I don't have to say anything about that. Second one, King Diamond, Them, uh, seminal King Diamond song, Welcome Home on that record. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think it's his second record after Merciful Fate. So, you know, he was just discovering himself. He was doing a lot of that theatrical, you know, screaming metal. I don't even know what the hell you'd call him. I love King Diamond. Yeah. But yeah, I was really hoping pick uh, Appetite for Destruction and we wouldn't even have to do an episode we'd just play it front to back 87 87 what a bummer I was pretty confident it was 88 I don't know I'm going to pick for 85 I mean 84, 84. for you mm, a lot a lot you can do there's a that's got to be a good year mm-hmm well uh, crap beers hams tonight yeah nothing hands. to say about it ham ham diddly hands we do have uh, leftover bush lights from the Mahoning with the corn on it corn can yeah did we mention that in the episode? I don't think I don't we did. Think so. Yeah, corn can. We got our nice beers. items yeah. for the farmers, and they yeah. chose um, to make the can look like a corn cob. Nothing yeah, a little, little uh, Easter egg for anyone that did listen to the Mahoning episode. Uh, we did go to the barrel fire, and the Carney man was there. He was and a very Shane, interesting man. Yeah, him and Shane got into an argument about whether there was mountain lions in Pennsylvania. Yeah, and then Shane, of course, in Shane fashion, brought it up the next morning. Yeah. No mountain lions. Not letting go. Uh, we love you, Shane. Uh, but that guy's a, he's a wild man he uh i liked him he's a handful like a but good he's soul. controlled yeah, yeah yeah he's super nice and he knew a lot of random shit just about yeah it's the like the second or third time i've met him uh but he's super interesting got a lot of story i mean you just sit there and listen to him all night oh yeah uh then i fell over and landed on a bench you recovered well recovered well no one uh, laughed or anything <laughs> no, so that's no good. one no one noticed and um i didn't really fall i was just like oh i gotta sit down it was like a little stumble, and then you just made it look like you were taking an aggressive seat on the bench. <laughs> like, yeah, what's up with this can? <laughs> oh, boy. All right. So Yeah, I didn't have anything for news other than the Halloween Kills trailer. Right. Well, we're, we're recording mobile again, so as everyone knows, I mean, Yeah, no producer. Minutes. But we do have some guest producers that will be announcing all of our picks and handling trivia, which was like pulling teeth. But we do have guest producers. Pockets and Stephanie are here. Ladies, say hello. Very good. Very good. Your voice isn't that high. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're going top seven this eve. Um, yeah, it's only, it's only been a while since we've done a list. It wasn't that long ago that we did Nightmare on Elm Street, but still. Yeah. It's been a while. I like when we do the sevens. The last one was a big list. Yeah. I've been um, enjoying Watch This or Dies. They're, they're super fun. Um, I, honestly, I, I not to get in on it get on it here but I think the show could just become us bullshitting for two hours about nothing particular and it's quite fun well yeah I mean that's why I like doing the watches or dies because we can bullshit a little bit get a little bit more into music get a little bit more into news and what we're doing and then just cap it off with the watches or die but we gotta keep the list going because I have he loves the list I have a lot of future lists in my brain I want to do that brain of yours it's a wily one so it's a seven so I'll do a We've done these many times, but I'll just do a quick rundown. Um, since it is a odd number, the winner of trivia will get their choice, quantity or quality. So they'll get uh, four overall picks instead of three, the seven, the six, the four, and the two. Or you can have less picks, but have the five, the three, and the coveted number one pick. 
which the number one, how are you, I guess you don't want to give it away, but how are you valuing that as, is that important this list or not important? This list, um... I'll tell you for this one, I want more quantity. Yeah, I, just want, I mean, I just want to talk about the, more the, stuff. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, it doesn't particularly... I, I can't, I don't think anything I could fall in the number one is going to piss me off. Um... I have my number one pick, but if it doesn't end up being number one, it won't necessarily hurt my feelings. There's just one movie that must be on this list. Okay. All right. Well, I think in the spirit of that, with the pick announcements, Steph should announce your pick, and Pockets will announce yeah. my picks. We got our notepad. Apparently, I can't wait to say the word announce right now. Amounts. Announce. Announce. Enunciate. Enunciation. It's from all those exercises we're doing. We're doing vocal exercises before the show. <laughs> Mess us up. All right, so who's got the first trivia question to see if they can stump us? Pockets? Bum, bum, bum. Okay. Ready? Yep. Yep. Uh, what was Freddy Krueger's serial killer name before he died? The Springwood Slasher. Damn it. I told you he was going to get it. However. <laughs> I would have never gotten that. It is actually. your birthday episode, and you already said you wanted quantity. I will take number one. Ah, I'll give you quantity. Nice what a gentleman. We're buddies. All right. So write down your number in. seven pick. Yeah, let's just. So I got. Right so, I got. Jesus. None of us can talk. We should never exercise again. I don't know. I got <laughs> seven, idea. six, four, and two. Right. Yes. All right. Hold that, if you will. Thank you. <laughs> I'm going to invest in little microphone stands. The phone works well, though. I've been really happy with the results we've gotten out of these things. You going to read my handwriting? Yes. Number seven pick. Number seven pick. Vinny has selected Poltergeist 3. Wow. You did go off the beaten path. Yeah. Like, almost immediately. <laughs> well, not almost immediately. Immediately. You seen this one? No, because it's the third Poltergeist. Why would anyone see this? Not a good movie. I'll tell you that. <laughs> but for some reason... It just holds a uh, a soft spot with me. The Poltergeist. There was some. I want to say in like at Newberry Comics back up in Boston, they had a DVD box set of all the Poltergeists. None of them being good except for one. Went Craig through all T. Them Nelson. And the third one just really grabbed me. Like it's it's the little girl from the first one. She's back, and I forget if she's going. It's been a little while since I've done a rewatch, but I forget she's going to see her aunt and uncle or something after the whole debacle of the first one. And the second one. And the second <laughs> one. But with this one, I always like when they take these franchises and throw them in a weird place. Like Predator 2, Predator in a city. Poltergeist 3, Poltergeist in a luxury high-rise apartment building. Like that, that just... I, I'm in. I'm in. Alright. Um... Creepy, uh, creepy character guy in this, right? This That's the second one. Oh, that's the second yeah. One. Uh, which in my while I was just scrolling through some research, I saw somebody made the the famous image of that creepy guy with this scary smile for yeah. the second one, but put Biden's face over it. That was a, <laughs> that was a nice. It <laughs> was well done. Um, yeah. So this one not particularly well crafted or made as far as writing or directing goes, but the scares and the effects are very well done. And they do a lot of uh, visual trickery with mirrors and stuff. Uh, there's a great scene where the little girl's like looking out the hallway of the apartment as her 
aunt because I can't remember uh, is leaving, and you can see like the ghostly figure in the other in the windows, and the doors are all closing. It's a lot of like trickery. Um, and then just I mean, like, not to put a damper on the list or the episode. It's very it was very tragic that yeah, she passed away like yeah, yeah. right after the filming before the movie could even come out. Uh, the little girl, but. Yeah, I just wanted to throw in a little curveball wild one for number yeah, seven. you mentioned you were going off the beaten path. And yep. You weren't lying. All right. Back You're to up. back. You know what isn't off the beaten path? Your machine beeping during... The insulin pump expiring is going to be a... Uh, it's a trademark. New tradition for recording. Now, we're going to be screwed up because I'm getting a new... Not a new insulin pump, but like an upgraded one. And it expires every three days instead of every two. That's going to fuck us up. Oh, boy. Well, we can never do another watch uh, along. But I wonder if it's going to have a different uh, beep or alarm. That'd be fun. I hope it's just a vibration on you. That would be very very convenient for everybody around you. They don't really think of that when they design these machines, huh? All right. Number six. Number six in the 1988 draft selection, Vinny has selected Maniac Cop. Mm. You're going hardcore like Roger Goodell with us. I like it. <laughs> we need the music for you. And um, we need people to boo her when she starts yeah. talking. Pockets boo Stephanie when she makes her announcement. <laughs> On it. Uh, Maniac Cop, you down? Yeah, I'm into it. It did not make my list. Uh, Ooh, got what's on your list? Huh? You thought about it though? It was on my... It was. It was seven. Mm. But then it caught a... Quick, what's on your list? Caught, caught a quick boot. Don't be looking at my lists. All right. Maniac Cop. I mean... Um, for our listeners that lo- love Joe Bob, it was the uh, Maniac, Maniac Cop and Maniac Cop 2 were the double feature a few weeks ago. Uh, in my eyes, definitely a classic. Oh, for sure. Uh, William Lustwing in the director's chair. And then putting Tom Atkins and Bruce Campbell together um, is just awesome. Like They're two icons. They're two of my favorites from putting them in the same movie. And seeing Bruce Campbell... Uh, this was the first time I saw him when I first saw this movie outside of the Evil Dead, and so seeing him do a completely different character, a lot of fun. Was Atkins in the first one? I thought he was in the second one. He's in the first one. Is he? Mm-hmm. He's not in the second one. What am I thinking of? You sure? Yeah, there's nobody in the second. Oh no, yeah, he gets tossed out the window in the first one. Yeah, right. right. Do they do like a little flashback in the second one? I'm sure they do. Yeah. I mean, the second one's fun, but it's not nearly as good yeah. as the first. And. Uh, as usual, I should have written down his name. The guy that plays the Maniac Cop. Oh, um, from Tango and Cash. Yeah, big he was, man. He was also a, in Samurai Cop. Yeah, yeah, I can't remember his name. Either. Wild man in, in Tango and Cash. <laughs> Dude was roided it out. Why can I not remember his name? It's such like a familiar face. Like, how do you forget that guy's name? I mean, I, I can picture you. I can picture his face. Yeah, well, duh. <laughs> Anytime, like he's the most unique looking man I can think of. This is generally where the producer. Should be jumping on his phone to find the name of the actor that plays the maniac cop, <laughs> Stephanie. Yeah, usually you're pretty on that. Looking oh, in your direction. Sorry. I wasn't paying attention. As the producer never pays attention. Golly gee. I'll remember it too as soon as she says it. It's a um, uh, big jaw guy. <laughs> Is that it? Is yeah, like that it? jaw is wild. There's something wrong. Oh, uh, yeah, him? he's got a disease. It's like yeah. Cherub's disease or something. Robert Zadar. That's it, Zadar. Yeah, he's in a, a plethora of low-budget 
not very good horror. That's kind of his deal. Then just low budget we... movies in general, really. Sorry if I just screamed in the microphone there. But Maniac Cop, it's like a, um, I guess a horror version of Robocop in a way. Yeah, basically, except for like he's a bad guy and killing cops. But I like the story because it's a not your typical Bruce Campbell character. Kind of throws him into a different uh, casting, you know, with the he, with he, a he serious had to, role. Yeah, and he had to like use some acting chops and some yeah. some dialogue. It was much different. But this one gets a uh, steady rewatch for me. I got the Screen Factory release yeah. on the blue. I can tell you what it got booted off my list for after we announced my pick. <laughs> Although, yeah, I'm good with it. This was your new number seven, and you're putting it in the five spot? Yes. All right. It's jumping up. Jumping it. Okay. So, Jeff's number five pick is Nightmare on Elm Street 4. Right. Oh. See, I didn't, I didn't give this for out. I know you didn't, because you I mean, like this, this one really, right? This is the one that not, you, what? you bitch about? No, I love this movie. I thought I love this movie. <laughs> well, I do love this movie. Not I one. love one, two, three, and four equally as, like, almost like children. Uh, Okay. But you're well, you're a fan of the Dream Child, where I'm. No, I love the Dream Master. I like the Dream Child, but it's the most forgettable. Yeah, it's easily like the. It's got like the best kills in it, though. Like overall. It, yeah, yeah, we're just jumping back into the old episode. <laughs> yeah, we're just um, going right back. Uh, four. Yeah. Um. You know, my favorite. You know, it's the Rennie Harlan MTV Friday the Thirteenth Friday. The 13th. Nightmare on Elm Street. We're all messed up. What is <laughs> happening? It's the microphones. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, we, we've talked about this movie probably two or three times already. I don't think there's a whole lot I need to say about it. Um, you know, you get the invisible karate fight. You get the anything, anything montage. God, I love that montage. Um, you know, the sweet what is time scenario where they just keep running back and forth mm-hmm. and back and forth. Um, good characters. Great Freddy. Great, that's such a good. Great kills. Great, great Freddy. Good kills. Um, I don't know. I, I guess we're approaching this list different. I, I just wanted to avoid, like I was saying before we recorded. Like I, I guess that makes it not so much a true my favorite list because I'm, I'm purposely avoiding certain franchises and well, the whole, movies we've talked about. The whole middle of, of my list actually has a theme. Interesting. Yeah. Um, which I can't tell you until we're done. It'll give away stuff, but... Wes Craven? No. <laughs> Not Wes Craven. How many movies did he... Did he even make anything in 88? Yeah. What? Serpent in the Rainbow. Oh, I forgot. Yeah. I didn't put that on here. Neither did I, because... Too serious. I, uh, it's a great movie, though. I love Bill Pullman. Mm. I just felt like it needed to have a rewatch in order for me to uh, yeah. put it on the list. Who the hell stole my pen, mm. Stephanie? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See what we did. <laughs> Uh, all right, where are we at here? Number four. Do I want to change mine up or go with my number four? Yeah, yeah. Just got a sneak peek at the logo. It's coming along nicely, by oh, the yeah. way. Yeah. A lot of silence in this episode. Very, very much off our game tonight. I love it. 
Don't do well again. Alright, number four. At number four, Vinny's selection is Pumpkinhead. My goodness, you are off. Mm, I love this movie. Me and you have completely different lists. This is a Halloween classic. Nothing wrong with some Lance Henderson. Love Lance Henderson. Stan Winston. Oh, yeah. Um, Directed by Stan Winston. I love Pumpkinhead's suit in this and all the effects around that. I think they did a great job in his... Like it is, the movements can be a little bit clunky, but it's just that it's one of the most impressive suits yeah. I remember. And the craftsmanship, we'll we'll never see that again yeah. in a in a monster flick. And I feel like we don't uh, talk about monster movies enough. And I love monster movies. Yeah, we we don't. You're right. And this one, like just seeing it younger, even watching it now, I'm just in awe around the craftsmanship of how Pumpkinhead looks. Yeah, we haven't even touched creature features, have we? Yeah, I mean, we got to, we should yeah, do a creature we, we features. Jump on that, but then I feel like we have to do that by eras. That's tough. Like, Ooh, we, like yeah. we have to do Godzilla like by Godzilla, eras yeah. and creature features by eras. Um, yeah, I love how... I, this movie is super dark. It really feels like Halloween in the fall. Um, I love, like, the mythology or the story. Pumpkinhead. I mean, yeah, it's pretty bad I'm ass. sure everyone's seen that as dope. Yeah. But you know I, what? I haven't seen oh, the sequels. Yeah, neither have I. Neither have I. I feel like it's just going to upset me. The one thing about Pumpkinhead that always um, took me aback, I guess, as a, as a youngster, is how he changes his mind. The, the farmer. Like, he decides, eh, maybe I don't want these. Like, what did I do? Oh, crap. Yeah. <laughs> Because it's like, man, you unleashed some shit. Like, it, it, this wasn't like a little... Well, like, maybe he just saw, like, oh, I, oh you know, crap. Causing a little... Oops. Mayhem here. <laughs> I mean, you should have thought this through. Yeah, well, a little late for that. Um, for some reason, when I watch Pumpkinhead, it always makes me want to watch Dog Soldiers. <sighs> so, funny. I, I, is that a double feature? Or is that just my own weird? No, that's a double feature. But I was gonna say, funny story about Dog Soldiers. God knows, three years ago at this point, still in the, the cellophane wrapping. Blu-ray. Did you get the screen factor? No, nah, it was like a $5, like, whoever released it, released it just as the the feature. There's no special features on The screen factory one had a lot of good special yeah, features. I think it was a steelbook, too. Oh. I think they did a steelbook, yeah. Um, but, man, that's a fun-ass movie. I love it. We should we should do it. You like Dog Soldiers? You, you can, can speak. Yeah, you can't just nod. <laughs> <laughs> Nodding does not work. All right, Stephanie has shook her head. She does not know about dog soldiers, so we'll put that in the lineup for sure and report back on her thoughts. So this number three prick is going to break my heart because one of these two movies is not going to make the list now, and they're both very highly esteemed by me. Oh, you have number... Oh, no. Well, I'm cutting out my number one pick because the movie... That must be on the list is coming up next because it was a gem. And unfortunately, Stephanie fell asleep for it. Oh, it Stephanie, great. what is wrong with you? This is. Mm-mm. I don't like it. It was so good. I don't like these. We gotta get rid of these Velcro things on the microphone. You get stuck on your couch. Yeah, but I need to roll up the microphone with it. Oh. Alright, All right. number three. Number three. Alright, Jeff's number three pick Sleepaway Camp. Mm. Unhappy campers. That's I was debating either that or Pumpkinhead for my last pick. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, love this movie. Definitely a must-watch every year for me, especially Easy. right about now. It's yeah. summertime. Uh, the Burning, Sleepaway Camp, Sleepaway Camp 2. Have to watch them to start the summer. 
And for some reason, Blood Feast. It doesn't have anything to do with anything. But... Yeah, I haven't watched Blood Feast in forever. <laughs> um, Sleepaway Camp 2, super fun, super goofy. Um, just, so fun. Too fun. Like I, we talked um, about this one before too. It's hard to like. I don't want to. I feel like it's a complete. So I, 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 I don't know how to describe this. Sleepaway Camp is by no means a serious movie, but isn't there like a definitive like tonal change between? Oh, absolutely. The first one, the second one, like slapstick comedy. Yeah, it's just silly, and the kills are over the top, and the the campers like one of the things that I think is what I enjoy most in the first one is the campers and the kids are just so awful and so awful to each other. And this one takes that and just makes it like these these kids are all shitheads. Like, um, Stereotypical. Yeah, like the the stoner chicks that are like yeah, also sleuths and then getting burned alive by like, it's just it's ridiculous. By Pamela Springsteen, yep, sister yep, of Bruce. Yep. Oh boy. Um, yeah, and that now I guess I can say what the theme in the middle of my list was was eighty eight had some. Awesome sequels. It might be... Yeah, a lot of the number... Well, there was a lot of threes, though. Yeah, but just sequels in general. Like, they're all Oh, Critters 2, Ghoulies 2. Yeah, yeah. Like, they're, they're three, four, whatever it is. They're good sequels in 88. Yeah, I concur. Yeah. I'm sorry I don't got a lot to say about my movies. It's just we talk about some of them. I mean, I, I couldn't believe when I started researching the year... I was like, "Holy, dude, these yeah, are all I mean, hangers. Can you imagine, like, how fortunate it was for kids and people to be alive in? So, you know, like, how do you have time to see all those in theaters? Uh, I mean, you got a year. So many. You got a year. Yeah, but there's a <laughs> lot of movies. Yeah, it's tough. Like, um, and it's, it's it makes me jealous. I can't think off the top of my head. I'm drawing a blank. What are some of the other kills in Sleepaway Camp 2? Ah, so well, the, the, she stuffs the chick in the toilet. That's the second one? outhouse, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. but the slugs, yeah. Um... There's the the bees. That's the first one, right? Bees is the first yeah. one. The curling iron is the first yeah, one. Yeah, curling iron is very yeah, very it's... famous. Um, the Stoner sisters get burnt alive. Yeah, the oh the, the the kid playing the prank. She hacks him, I think, with the Jason mask or whatever. Yeah, yeah. The fake Jason mask. Yeah, good stuff. All right. Uh, Stephanie, no spoilers. I know what it is. Don't mess it up. It's not you're taking a chance. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. All right. Very nice. All right. You don't need to hold it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> At number two, Vinny's pick is Slugs. Whoa. Dude. I thought about it. Actually, no, I didn't. First time seeing it last night. Really? I loved it. Like, it is... It's ridiculous. I think I'm thinking of Squirm, that's why. Squirm's with the worms, right? Yeah, you got, yeah. So, you got Squirm, you got Slugs in 88, and you have uh, uh, The Nest in 88 with the oh. killer cockroaches. Uh, I may have seen that, actually. Uh, slugs. I have seen that, yeah. <laughs> slugs, this one was wild. like Ridiculous acting and characters. Very unique in that... Half of it was filmed in Spain, and half was filmed in America, with American actors and Spanish actors. So it's all in English. There is no Spanish version available, but the Spanish is dubbed, and you'll have... It was, it was so bizarre, you'll have a scene happening 
a scene happening in the same place but using two different sets because one set is in America and one set's in Spain. Oh, that's awesome. It's ridiculous. <laughs> like it's, it's, but it's, uh, it's super cool. The dubbing is, of course, terrible because I was confused. I'm like, wait a minute. It looks like it's dubbed, but then there's these other actors that you can see in their, like, they're reading their lips, they're speaking English, and they look like they're American. It was bizarre. I had to look it up, like, what was going on. Uh, <clears throat> the practical effects in this are bomb. Like, it is super over-the-top gory. Like, uh, like, splatterfest gory. So, you gotta check this out, because... There's like the slugs are eating people and stuff, but then there's scenes where they're they're just splattering for no reason because no slug could cause that much damage to a body. Hmm. But it's just it's awesome. Uh, I have to check is, this out. You're really uh, hyping it up. I love it. And so it's an hour release. I uh, I forgot to tell you. I bought it last night. <laughs> um, it's an hour release, and I guess I didn't really need to buy it because the. It's on Amazon Prime, and it's the Arrow transfer, so it's beautiful and crisp. Oh, cool. Yeah. Interesting thing, it is, um, the, the screenplay is from Juan Simone of Pieces. Ah. So you know where the, the craziness old, is coming from. Big old Pieces fan, that's yeah. for sure. Um, yeah, I mean, I just, I, you, you and everyone else that listens to the show knows I love an animal tax movie, but this one is like... Over the top animal attacks, like the the gore and the practical effects were just amazing. You have sold me, sir. I will. Be and the watching. cheese was just dripping off of it, and I love that stuff. I love it. Might be my favorite discovery of twenty twenty one so far. Nice. I'm uh, I'm excited to check it out now. I it's amazing s- that we can keep stumbling across stuff. Yeah, I mean, like I was saying to you earlier, I feel like I've become. I still love horror, but I've just become so much more enamored with, like, B-cult, just, like, obscure movies, and I'm just falling into that hole, and yeah, there's still, like, horror classics. I mean, I guess this kind of falls into the obscure, but, like... I keep thinking, like, eventually there's gotta be stuff that we're gonna stop stumbling across, especially from, like, the 70s and 80s, where it's our favorite eras. There's only so much that there is that we can't find anymore. Yes. And then what happens when we run out of things to find do we just turn into stone well I don't know if you've noticed but slowly the 90s is creeping up yeah these gems from the 90s that everyone overlooked the the 90s were always poo-pooed yeah it's creeping up it's an era it's creeping up it's because the the grindhouses were gone and you know being able to get your little low budget movie was almost by the 90s it probably was impossible I would imagine for some reason everyone just thought the 90s was only scream ripoffs which was a big I mean it was a big, big part course, of it big part of it yeah. for studio movies but there was more going on than just that yeah for sure I mean I just found a movie on Severn today called Skinner starring Ted Raimi apparently uh, very gruesome 90s with effects by K&B so like yeah. alright I never even heard of it how I'm gonna check it out I'm gonna buy it yeah, I'm going to buy it because I never heard of it or knew about it, but The Devil's Reign has a wild poster, and then on the back cover is William Shatner, naked, sprawled out with a pentagram painted on his chest. Well, buying that. I that love Star Trek. <laughs> I just found some show on Pluto he hosts. I don't know if it's old or new or what, but it's called Weird or What. He just tells little oh. stories, and at the end of the story, he just comes on the screen and goes, Weird or What? 
<laughs> that's it. To him, like in a dark room, saying it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like dimly lit. <laughs> you know, it's awesome. I like What's it. that on Pluto? Pluto. Yeah, I'm one of them. Uh, explore channels yeah. like at midnight. Well, that comes to number one. I yeah. think I have. Oh. What you're gonna pick at number one? Narrow down to one of one of two films, but. Okay. Well, much like your number two, I don't think I need to even tell the lady pockets what my number one is. Okay, I know what it is. <laughs> wow. Oh, no bad. Nah, we just saw it at the Mahoney. Like a week ago. On a Tuesday night. There might be a certain podcast named after uh, <laughs> 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 I'm guessing there's only one. Do it right. Announce it right. Oh, so this is your number one? This is my number one. Okay. So just number one. Is Killer Clowns from Outer Space? Wow, that was less enthusiastic. <laughs> my uh, number two. I would like to recite some of my favorite lines from the film instead of talking about it, <coughs> if I may. Another door. Another door. Another door. <laughs> another door. <laughs> That kid's ridiculous. In Thank this. you. <laughs> that kid struggles in this. Yeah, he. Uh, I don't know. He probably bounced around the horror scene for a little bit. I guarantee yeah. it. Um, when they first go in the spaceship, like this is ridiculous. Yeah, the, yeah he's like the girls freaking out. He's like, "Oh, like, what's the big deal?" <laughs> he's uh, he's not the most uh, experienced actor. Let's yeah. just say. Um, the Terenzi brothers are great though, with their ice cream truck and mm -hmm. like, the weird sex jokes they throw out there. Um, you know, super fun movie for reasons I've explained a million times. I've been watching it since I was a child. I love this movie. You know, it's the, Sheriff. It's the perfect ble blend of like, there's a little bit of gore, not much, but there's some. Um, Just with like the cotton candy and like being yeah, like, showing and, like their faces. the cop is the dummy. Yeah. Um, ah. If I may, one more line, if I may, may I? <laughs> Lay it on well, whoop the goddamn to do. <laughs> what do we have here? <laughs> um, no, but it's like this, yeah, perfect blend of like funny, It the, the clowns get terrifying, like it's a super funny. The creepy laughs. Yeah. The, the set pieces are awesome. Yeah, the Kyoto Brothers, absolutely. Did you, I just learned that. It's the Kyoto Brothers, not the Chiodo Brothers. Always oh, thought I thought it was Kyoto. Yeah, always thought it was Kyoto. Uh, but they're, they're... How has no one corrected me, my, corrected me my whole life? I think it's one of those things where people just say it different depending on it. And nobody ever corrects it. Yeah, because they don't have a sure. Like, yeah. hey, are they saying it right or am I saying it right? Yeah. Uh, their, you know, designs are just awesome. Awesome. Um, like, and their, their style is super noticeable. Like, Ernest um, Scared Stupid, they did the Trolls. And if you look closely, like, some of the trolls are straight-up killer clowns without the makeup on. Yeah. And then they did, like, Large Marge and Pee-wee's Big Adventure. They did Critters and Critters. A lot of, um, animatronics and claymation. Yeah. Is... Super talented guys. Uh, unfortunately, did not get to get to see them at uh, Creature Feature Friday. Apparently, there was a badass storm up there that night, so I guess maybe better that I wasn't up there. That would not have been fun to camp in. Yeah. Um, do you have a nice poster? Yeah, somebody. <laughs> wink, wink. I mean, sweet signed uh, print from them. Um, yeah, that's a great print. Still waiting on a signed bag from Dead Sled Coffee. I'll 
don't think that's coming. It went from Wait, I don't the, think yeah the Robert England bag that ever came never came. It's been almost a year. Didn't you see him when you were at the Punk Rock Flea Market? No, that was Cat Cat uh, Cat Fight, which I'm wearing. Oh, that's right, that's his right. His shirt tonight. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Alice Cooper. Yeah, he wouldn't pull that stuff. Yeah, AC's the man. Um, um yeah, uh, can't believe it. That bag, like I got the sticker and the th- I was like, "You're a winner." It's like, "Oh, super hype." And then here we are. That was December or whatever, January. Did you like reach out or something? I've met people have. The people have. Oh, other people have publicly on the Instagram. Like, where's my uh, Robert Englund sign? Nah, that's bag? kind of a dick move. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Um. So the kills in this one are kind of repetitive with the the cotton candy gun, yeah. but. The other ones, like, let me do my quote of the movie. What are you going to do? Knock my block off? Yes. And then the dude in the crowd, uh-huh. God damn! God damn <laughs> yes. That's the best. I, I will get a laugh out of me every time. God uh, damn! <laughs> Man should have let him ride his bike. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I, I mean, with the namesake of our show and... Or not, this is... No problem at number one. Yeah, and you know what? The honorable mentions are just as exciting as the You want to know what my number one was? Yes. Night of the Demons. I had a feeling it would be on your list. I love that movie. I didn't think it would be your number one, though. Holy smokes. Is that not well-loved? It has to be. I like it. It's, it's so fun. It's one of the movies that trails off. I don't think so. I do. It's so heavy metal. It's so... 80s wonderful. Well, it's 80s wonderful, um, that's for sure. Another one where the the practical and the makeup is awesome. I love the demons and how they look and talk and get all crazy. Uh, the, I love how over the top and awful the characters are. Oh, yeah, it's like the shittiest. I don't give a bucket of fuck. I'm getting drunk tonight. <laughs> <laughs> is that the dude that looks like a pig? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, Christ. Uh, even the opening scene, like it's... It's so ridiculous, and it just makes me smile. Uh, like, where all the kids are like just driving by this old man and being awful to oh, him. Yeah. You're like, oh my god, they're being so mean to this old man. Like, what the hell's wrong with all these He's kids? Kind of gets his. Well, he doesn't get his revenge. It's weird. That's no, but then weird. it ends up like I feel bad for this old man. I fall for it every time. <laughs> I see this movie dozens of times, and I still feel like, oh, poor old man. But then when like he drops his groceries, because all the kids like knock him out of his hands and they're all mean to him and he's like picking him up that nice girl comes along and tries to help him and he's like don't touch me he's like I don't need you to help me you whore I'm like what <laughs> like, so the old man's a dick too what's going on in this town oh. <laughs> I love that one yeah, but the, the the pig guy uh, Angela's great the I forget her name this slutty blonde Linnea Quigley um, <laughs> you boys have any sour balls oh yeah we got him Ah, must be a hard for you guys to get blowjobs. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so good. Um, she's on one of my honorable mention movies. Sorority Babes in the Slime Ball Bolarama. What the uh, fuck is that? Yeah, it's just bonkers. It's like an '80s, probably straight to video movie, but it's from '88 and it's fun. Sorority Babes and the Sorority Babes in the Slime Ball Bolarama. <laughs> Should I watch it or mine a second later? It's on Joe Bob. I mean, hmm. if you like Joe Bob and his chats, it's a fun one. It's just like goofy fun. There's nothing really uh, life changing about it. Uh, what else for discards? I'll tell you what. 
There's a lot of big ones in there. Halloween oh, yeah. four. Halloween four is one of my. Um, I guess I'm a little embarrassed, but it's one of my favorite horror movies. I don't care. I love it. Halloween four and five are one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. It's uh, Halloween is one of the first horror movies I ever saw. But four and five, like Dana, and my my sister and I, we watched that until the VHS almost snapped, and that's where we really got into uh, obsessed with horror. The one that hurt my heart to not include, Phantasm 2. So, I thought that would come up. I have not seen any of the Phantasm movies. Whoa. None? Yeah, none. There's five. I haven't seen them. I know about the Silver Spear, Sphere. With the, isn't there different versions that have different attachments, for lack of a better term? Yeah. Like there's like razors that come out of them, or wings, or something. This hurts me. This I don't. Hurts I don't know soul. why I um. I don't know why I haven't watched them. Like, uh, like I'm disinterested. Without, without even really knowing. The first two are great. After that, it's questionable, but they're entertaining. First two are great. Yeah. Yeah. I have no idea why. I mean, with all the movies, good and bad I've watched, I don't know why this one just. I don't either. Doesn't Weirdo. grab me. Makes me sad. Yeah, they live. They live. Yeah. Eighty-eight. Mm-hmm. How did I miss that? That would have been on my list. Yeah, they must have overlooked it. Well, what about another one that I was surprised didn't make the list? Child's Play. Yeah. So Child's Play... I mean, I love Child's Play. Uh, I like the second one better. But yeah, I like the second one better, too. I don't know. Something with that one, like... Um, like, whenever you read about... Or read people talking about Child's Play, or especially like writers talking about Child's Play. Like, oh, I was terrified of this when I was a kid. And yeah, it wasn't one, scary. It scared me. Like, it never scared me. Uh, one that I don't know if you've watched it yet. Uh, Unmasked Part Twenty Five. We talked about it a little on the show. Um, the British like spoof of Friday the Thirteenth, as if it was like happening in real life, and what this guy's life was like. The killer. It's a goofball comedy, hmm. like horror. Um, it's a fun watch. I, I thought about it, but it didn't deserve to be on it over most of these movies. Um, wouldn't have made my list, but I still like it. Zombie Three. Yeah, uh, Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. What that almost that was that was my original number six. That was gonna be my number seven, just because that's what made me love and appreciate Elvira. Yeah, my, my original number seven was Maniac Cop, and then I bumped it for Elm Street because I was like, I, I love Elm Street 4, so I had to put it on, and then I had to debate with the Elvira thing, but the Elvira movie being original, I was like, yeah, I'll pop it ahead. Hellbound. Yeah, Hellraiser 2 was, I was surprised you didn't pick. Um, um. Black Roses, one that we just did. Oh, that's 88? Yeah, it's 1988. Oh, damn it. I love that movie. <laughs> Uh, Ghoulies 2, Critters 2. Yeah, Ghoulies they, 2. They were, like, competing with each other. Ghoulies 2 was tough for me to keep off the list. But Ghoulies is, like... I love the Ghoulies series, but I know most people probably watch it and they're just like, what the hell is this trash? I don't think it's trash. Well, I'm saying most people. Um, so... This is going to come up in a future mega list with Pete. But what do you think about Vampire's Kiss? Was that Nick Cage? Yeah. No thanks. <laughs> Ooh. This this might be Apex Mountain of Nick Cage just going 
off the handle. Like this, I've, this I've is seen where, clips. This is where Hollywood got a taste of Nick Cage going what, off. What the this handle. guy can do, like just that, like that, that com, com, he said com, um, convulsing on the bed and having a temper tantrum. Yeah, like it's it's kind of tough to watch. <laughs> <laughs> Um, bonus points for you, though. I didn't want to bring it up until the very end. We're do- well, are we done with the honorable mentions? Yeah, yeah. So this is... I'm going to call this bonus points. For being born in 88? Yeah. Okay. 1988. One of what is regarded as the worst movies ever made. It's called Hobgoblins. Worst. I saw that come up on a... Yeah. It is atrocious, unwatchable, filmed terribly, acted even worse... Alexa going cray in this party. Who's talking to her up there? Probably the cat. Dum, dum, dum. But Hobgoblins is absolute trash. The best way to watch it, I would say, is if uh, you're a Mystery Science Theater fan, they do it on there. Watch that version if you think, oh, I have to watch this movie for any reason. It is not good. Have you ever seen... I think they're trying to capitalize off the Gremlins thing. (laughs) Don't flick my co-host. What the hell just happened? I'll flick you, lady. Have you ever seen the unholy? I saw I saw that. No, I don't know what the list. unholy is. What is the unholy? The unholy. An archbishop puts a priest in a New Orleans parish where Satan poses as a temptress in black. Ooh, might, might be some sexy time in that movie. Maybe. I think. Um, I was telling you earlier. You need to watch Day of the Beast. Oh, this Velcro is just sticking I told to you everything. Earlier, you gotta watch The Devil's Honey. Well, you gotta watch. Uh... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <Bunch of> stuff. <laughs> um, all right. Well, this is fun. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited to do yours. October. Yeah, October. 84. What else we got? Steph, when are we doing yours? July? Shake your head. <laughs> she won't pick any movies. Uh, Will you? No. Thanks for speaking. <laughs> Good work. Um, what do we have coming up? So... I don't know. I don't know what the producer's deal is at this point. I don't know our recording schedule. I don't know our guest well, he, schedule. He preferred... Everything fell apart, basically. Nah, we, had, well, we had two weeks of, like, we got this under control, and then within, like, two days, it was like, I have no well, clue no, we what's still, happening. We still have that insurance episode in our back pocket. We that will, um, As far as guests go, Pete wants to make a return and do um, top 80s I, action I movies. I need Pete to be the third co-host. I mean, he can be. I want him to be. I'm down. I know you are. Uh, it'll be a lot of Zoom third co-hosts. I know. Probably even longer episodes, which will make the producer real happy. <laughs> well, you know what? Then maybe he should just pick up the studio and move it over here. Right, maybe you should. Not then, until you insulate and secure your garage. And then um, when we talk about having a silent producer, Steph can take over and oh, be literally God. a silent producer. What do you think? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you are not built for uh, radio stuff. Um, All right, well, most likely the next episode is going to be a top 80s action movie list. We should probably work in a watch us or die. I mean, I got so many movies to watch right now. Throwing an extra one in is not going to hurt anything. Are we going to stick with uh, you and I watching the same thing? I like it better. Um... Because there's less of you being upset about me nitpicking. And picking trash movies for me. 
well, I picked like. Actually, movies. no. You know what? I uh, yeah, I have to give you credit. Most of the movies that you've picked me, picked for me, I've been like, ah, oh, I don't. What the hell is he thinking? And then I'm like, oh, that's yeah. nice. I think. What's the worst movie I gave you? Remember, by any chance? Nah, I had to scroll through our episodes. Uh, I'd say Contracted. That was just a piece of garbage. I hated it. I like that movie. I don't. Um, <laughs> that should be the episodes. Uh, Vinny gave me Contracted. I did not like it. <laughs> and I was like, I do like it. Good night. We'll see you. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Uh, should we do a closing beer? Yeah, why not? It's your birthday. Uh, well, let me go get it. Stephanie, right. talk to Jeff. Steph, let's have a chat. Hi, Jeff. Hello, how are you? I'm good. How did you feel about the lists tonight? Um, I'm pretty good about the list. What was your favorite movie on the list? Um. Were you upset Elvira did not make the list? I wasn't. I was a little bummed. I, had to pull I, I wasn't off really mind. that upset about that. Lady Pockets, how about you? Also, just shaking her head. Wonderful. <laughs> Things are going really good here in. That's, that's why I ran to get the beer. I was like, it's not going to go well. <laughs> in the Vinny's basement using my mobile phone studio. <laughs> I like using this as a studio. It's good. I'll tell you what, these mics pick up really well. If anyone heard. Um, I could say if anyone heard all 12 of you. Um, we recorded the Mahoning in Shane's car. We just kind of hung the mics from his like rearview mirror in the back seat. And I thought it worked really well. Mm-hmm. I was like shocked how well it worked. Um, the car recording sessions are, are fun up there. Yeah. I really. I like them. the car ones. I like the basement ones. Keeps us on our toes, changing up. Yeah. I traveling just, around. I hate losing that sense of quote unquote professionalism. But also, like, running through the board and all our music sounds good and our clips. Yeah. Not that we use a lot of clips anymore. But the music doesn't sound bad through the phones. Nah, it's not terrible. All right. Closing beer. Get on that nuclear assault, people. We have from... I got most of this one still. Yeah, me too. From Moonraker Brewing Company, Electric Lettuce. Not much of a description on this one. It is a... uh, (laughs) Imperial India Pale Ale. Eight and a half percent. Oh, boy. Let's see what we're all Moonraker. Steph, you're the beer pro on the show. Moonraker is a James Bond movie, isn't it? No. Is it? (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know that one. Electric Lettuce, huh? Oh. I gotta tell you. I might not like this one. Really? (laughs) Yeah. Is Moonraker a um, big one? As far as breweries go? Um, no, but it is a James Bond movie. Hmm. Hey, I told you. What year? 1979. Ooh, I was going to say 79. I was going to say that. Hmm. I was. Don't look at me like that. Lee 70 is not the best Bond. What's your favorite Bond? Ugh. Oh, we got to do a Bond episode. Yeah, we can do a Bond one. Who's your favorite Bond, for real? I don't know. I, uh, I'm not good with the names. Well, like, what movie? That's what I mean. So, I, which guy? Oh, Connery. Oh, really? Yeah, Connery followed by uh, Pierce Brosnan, for sure. Ooh, I've never seen a Brosnan. Never Ooh. seen a Brosnan one. That's it's pretty good. You like yeah. this one? Yeah. It's um, it's different than we usually go. The, the ones yeah. we usually go are like more like uh, the way they hop them, and they're usually hazy. It has like that fluffiness to it. This one's kind of sharp and malty. You're not gonna like it, Steph. I'm not. I uh, I'm a big Roger Moore, Timothy Dalton fan. Oh, Timothy Dalton. Yeah, I like that. that's a. Mm, that might be number two. But I do love Pierce. He doesn't get a lot of love as Bond, which I find weird because he's like 
One of the, I think he's one of the better ones. And Pierce Brosnan was supposed to be Bond earlier, and he got stiffed. Did he? And they brought him back. Now, I also haven't seen a Daniel Craig one, but I heard it's way different than anything else of the Bond. It is. I like them, but they don't feel like a Bond movie. Right. Because they're much more serious and not on the nose. I like this rumor that's been going around for years that Idris Elba might be the I was going to say, that would be dope. I don't Neither think it's going to happen, though. Neither will I. But it's, it's I think that would be really dope. Yeah. You see the trailer for that new Western with him? I think I did. I don't remember. It's almost like I mean, you can't call it. It's twenty twenty ones. You can't call it black exploitation, but it's basically a black exploitation movie. Well, it did. Django was a black exploitation. Yeah, but Tarantino did it, so it was like a while. <laughs> yeah, so, so yeah, so he can do whatever he wants. Um. Yeah, looks pretty dope though. It's called cool. Wherever the Body May Fall or something. Hmm, I'm, I'm it out. Yeah, that. I, didn't. I think like I saw that. like a still from it. Or something. Yeah, you know, uh, cool. you know what western's gonna be coming out in the next year? Danzig's western, oh. his vampire western. I don't know if I can handle Get it. Get excited! That was one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my life. Oh, that movie's terrible. <laughs> That's not a movie, by the way. I don't. Know I had to fast talking. forward through it. That was like multiple times. I don't rough. know what you'd call that. I guess if you were like fourteen and we're trying to like catch a nut really quick. You put no, you, I would, there was nothing to catch another in that. boobs all over the place. Not good boobs. There was good boobs in it. I don't think so. That chick bathing in blood for 25 minutes or so. Uh, that wasn't bad. That was kind of cool. Um, all right. Wrap this thing up until next time. I don't want to, though. I know. We have to ramble for a bit. That's what we do normally and piss off the producer. I don't have else to ramble about. Me neither. Oh, you know, I do have something to ramble about. <laughs> I've been watching, um, I just started, I'm, I'm only going to be watching episode three of season one. I didn't give it time of day when it came out, but uh, Black Summer on Netflix, I zombie show. I have been so disconnected from Netflix, I don't even know what's on there anymore. Um, Got to watch Castlevania season four, I know that much. It's a, oh, I have another Netflix point. So it's a zombie show, which I was just like, I mean, how many, like, you, you can't do any more zombie shows, like you it, enough with the zombies, but this is a uh, different take on it. It, uh, like I said, I only watched the first two episodes. I guess they can't go on with this formula forever, but it shows you all different perspectives. So it's starting with the zombie outbreak, and it shows you all these different perspectives of people all around town experiencing the zombie outbreak. But then they cross paths in different ways. Like, like you'll see. A character like, and they always flash the name of the character they're gonna be following for like, mm. I don't know, I get eight or ten minutes, and then they come across a uh, dead body or a person that's like turning into a zombie. Then this next character, and then you're seeing how that person ended up on lying on the street and becoming a zombie. Mm. So it's interesting. They can't. So the season two just came out. That's why I was like, oh, I got clear for season two. It must be good. I don't think they can do that formula for two full seasons. So we'll see how it ends up, but. Promising so far. Okay. Also promising, they came out with the synopsis for R.L. Stein's uh, Fear Street. The three it's be rated R. The three movies. So all three are rated R, and they sound pretty interesting. There's two modern day ones involving teenagers, like you would expect from an R.L. Stein uh, horror book, well, mm-hmm. a YA book. But then the third one is a period piece, and it all takes all three movies are different time pieces uh, periods. 1600s, 70s, and 90s, all in the same town, different shenanigans going on. 
Fear Street had the best covers. Yeah. I never read them, but they had the best covers. I read Goosebumps. I was a Goosebumps kid. I was in the perfect... Fear Street was a little before me, I guess. I was in the perfect, um, you know, age as these books were coming out. Goosebumps when I was a kid. Went away from Goosebumps, and then Fear Street came out when I was, like, in middle school. I thought Fear Street was before Goosebumps. I don't think so. No? No, I didn't read them either way. Unless I read them out of order, but maybe I just discovered Fear Street when I was in middle school, but... Yeah, because I thought that was like R.L. Stein's bread and butter, and then Goosebumps was just like the next wave. But I, I thought know. it was Goosebumps was his bread and butter, and then he's like, oh, I might as well branch out and do something like Fear Street. Yeah. And choose your own adventure. Oh, choose your own adventure needs to come back. You were talking about the Oculus doing that? That'd yeah. be bad. That'd be super cool. By the way, we're all going to be Oculus uh, Yeah, if you want to join us, we'll yeah. be in the uh, bowling alley or in the dodgeball court. Yeah. Look for me, Jeff, and Shane. We're going to be pegging... Dodgeballs and bowling balls at little kids in the lobby. Uh, oh, and I, I should I apologize for my comment? No, that was two episodes ago. Uh, just let it I go. I didn't know I made it, if anyone cares. <laughs> I have this weird blackout thing going on these days. <laughs> Very right. strange. I don't like it. Uh, do you want to pull up a song to finish the episode? Oh, I do. So, just a little birthday song. Everyone knows it. Happy birthday, man! I can't, uh, I can't explain. Thanks. I'll be working like an How adult. How happy I am that you're another year older. <laughs> working like an adult, getting closer to me. <laughs> Going to Hershey Park and Trogues Brewing Company on this upcoming Wednesday. I won't be there on the thirtieth of June. If anyone wants to meet us, meet us there. We'll be at Trogues, then we'll be at Hershey Park. Not me though. I'll be at work. Yeah, Jeff. Yeah, if anyone wants to come, Jeff work. screwed the pooch on that one. I didn't do it. All right, the producer did it. <laughs> so with that. We will fade out, and we'll leave oh, you with a... Can I do my outro? Oh, yeah, yeah. God damn. This guy's trying to take away my one thing. <laughs> well, I guess I have two. Intro I do, I do party people, and then yeah, I do yeah. that. All right. Well, can I thank the the ladies tonight for nodding of course. and being polite? Thanks for being so vocal. So thank you for being here, Pockets, Stephanie. Um, we'll be back next week. Happy birthday to you, Vinny. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Puppy, anything to say? Not Oscar, the, the podcast dog. Yeah, probably here. She's been groaning and yawning a lot. All right, just keep staring at me. <laughs> well, until next time, I'm Jeff. He's Vinny. Love, peace, and chicken grease. We are out of here. We are out. <laughs>